My name is Ginger Ricks. My husband Montel and I have a blended family with three kids. After working in various industries over the last 20 years, I'm a full-time mom now. But how many of you know that whether you work in the field or not at all, you're not just a mom. We women, we wear many hats. And this isn't dress rehearsal either. It's real life, real people, real stories here on The Tripod Mom. So welcome everyone. It has been a few weeks since our last meeting. I want to thank you for joining us tonight on the Tripod Mom podcast. I am here with my very special guest, Nicole Reddick, who is the other mother, the mother lover, the mother to my son. (laughs) She is TJ's stepmom. Um, But she and I are such good friends, and um, we're just blessed to share such a unique relationship, um, parenting this child and and having a blended family. And I can't think of another person that I'm more excited to do this particular topic with than her. So, Nicole, would you like to say hello? Um, Hello, everybody, and thank you, Ginger, for having me on the Tripod Mom. (laughs) Yes, girl. Thank you for joining us. I'm super excited. Um, I mentioned to you before tonight's topic, we are going to be talking about mom etiquette. So for those of you listening, you're like, what is mom etiquette? At first I had named this episode child etiquette, but it's not really like children don't really have etiquette, right? Like you teach them manners, you teach them to say please and thank you and stuff. But at baby age like they're so small toddler age like they don't know what etiquette is they're just going to run around with their diaper off in public like (laughs) there's no etiquette so I really thought it was more appropriate to say mom etiquette because we're the ones controlling the environment right? right um but before we get into the interview, I'm going to take a short break, but I want to give a little backstory on why this is even a topic, right? So Montel and I were invited to a wedding um, that is happening this weekend, but it was the, we got the invitation last year. And I guess because we were in the peak of coronavirus, that the couple said, you know what, let's just plan our wedding and send out the invitations a year in advance, you know, and hopefully by then things will be cleared up. So I'm, I'm guessing that that's what they thought. Um, and then we have another wedding coming up that Montel is actually in that is coming up next month, which will be September. And that wedding is a Mendy wedding and it's three days. So I've never been to a wedding that was three days. Wow. And Montel is actually in the wedding, which means that he needs to be there even the night before for the rehearsal. So for him, it's going to be four days. And my first thought was like, wait, we've got three kids. Are they coming? Who's going to watch them? Are they in the wedding? Like, I don't really understand how this is supposed to work. So before we get into just the mom etiquette now um that's that's the backstory and I'm super excited to just figure what we're gonna figure out with these kids luckily we've already figured it out but this is where this question comes from like what do you do with the children what is appropriate um for taking kids to events like these and so on and so forth so let's take a quick break and we'll jump right into it when we get back I don't know about you, but in our house, we love spicing up our meals with hot sauce. We have all the traditional faves, but we also enjoy trying new flavors from time to time. I am so glad that we found the goddamn sauce. They're a local sauce company based out of Los Angeles, California, that was started by two Howard alumni. From pineapple ginger sauce to curry reaper hot sauce, everything is extraordinary and will boss up every meal. They're also a black owned business, which if you know anything about the Tripod Mom, we love supporting our black owned businesses. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at The Goddamn Sauce. That's the G-O-T 
D-A-M-N sauce, the goddamn sauce, and boss up using promo code MOMBOSSES, that's M-O-M-B-A-U-C-E-S, for 15% off your next order. Get your sauce up with the goddamn sauce, the boss of all sauces. So before we went to break, I mentioned these weddings and again, okay. So the first wedding, it said on the invitation very clearly, we love your kids. They can't come or something to that effect. I, I mean, it literally said, we love your children, but this is an adult only event. It's more specifically what I think it said. So there it is. Um, but this little Mendy wedding now, what do you think, Nicole? You get an invite that says you can't bring your kids. First of all, just just one day. What what are your thoughts? Um. Well, I think the first thing that you mentioned was so you got the invitation for this particular wedding. How far again in advance? A year in advance. Okay. So, granted, um, I think that when you have something like that, when you're dealing with something that you can kind of plan ahead of time you definitely want to start making your your plans for what you need to have organized with your family ahead of time so um i think with this situation you said this one's three days four days the the other wedding is in is three days but montel has to be there for four of the days <laughs> okay yes yeah okay so definitely um i think with in situations like that you definitely have to decide what is going to be best for your kids? So if you're looking at a, a wedding that now me personally, I have never been a part or attended a wedding that's that long. I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what me you either for that many days, like for a wedding, like how many, you know, what kind of stuff will be going on for that long? Um, and I, in the past, like when we have gone to weddings and things like that, we've always tried to make some type of childcare arrangements ahead of time, as far ahead of time. Okay. Whether or not they said that they could bring the kids or that's just your stilo, you just, yeah, if somebody. Just, our part, and I think that's just for our sanity and our peace of mind. <laughs> because honestly, when you're trying to and fully enjoy an adult function, nothing that you can't enjoy an adult function with your babies, right? Yeah. But you're really trying to just, you know, give your focus and your energy and enjoy your time. Um, a lot of times it can be better in certain scenarios that you're, you do have someone that, you know, that you trust that can watch your child, your children for you. Um, now we also have gone to, to weddings where we did bring the kids. So we've been in both, you know, both scenarios. Um, now in the situation where we, when we brought the kids, um, we were both a part of the wedding. So, okay. um, so that's a little bit different too, because we were kind of able to have um, the kids with us kind of like you know well the kids were mainly with with Toby right is, is that because the bride and groom maybe assumed that since you both were in the wedding then who's going to watch your kids is that that could have been because I don't think um, now looking back on that I don't think anyone else that was in the wedding party had kids but if it you know if it's an event where we're just being invited to a wedding we do try to make sure we can find you know arrange some type of child care ahead of time so that we can have our time to get ourselves dressed get to where we got to go um, depending upon how far it is you know, I don't so, know so it's more for your preference then because you want to be able to enjoy. Okay, that makes sense. Now, what do you say to people who have little babies? Like you have a, I don't know, what, um, 20 month old or yeah, something. He's only two, he'll be two next month. Next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So, what do you say to people like that that have small babies? Especially because here's the argument that I say to myself in my head when I think about weddings. People don't want a lot of kids usually because you're paying for the food, right? So more people, regardless if they're little people or, or big kids or whatever, means more food means more money. So my thought process is with babies, well, the baby is probably nursing or the baby 
doesn't eat that. So, you know, I'm probably going to bring my baby snacks or, you know, whatever. So then is it okay for me to just show up to this wedding with my baby? Or do you think like a parent should ask? Or yeah, what? I, I definitely believe in, in, now if it has been made, you know, ex, you know, very explicitly clear that, you know, children are of any age are not invited to the wedding you have to make that decision for yourself, whether you want to say, hey, well, if my children can't come, then I'm not coming. Okay. And sometimes people do make those decisions and that's fine. But I think that it could be um, a little rude to just show up with your kids, especially if you haven't, you know, asked or you haven't tried to find out at least, you know, how they would feel about it. You just pop up like, hey, you know, here's me and my kids. Like, I know they're not eating anything, but I brought them anyway. And I okay. think out of respect for what the bride and the groom have going on with their wedding party, because me, honestly, if it was me, I would probably want to know those details if I was making those types of rules, you know, for a wedding. Um, but I definitely don't think that that's something that you want to omit. You definitely should ask, you know, and if okay. the person has extended an invite, in my head, they are, they consider you some type of, you know, friend or you're close enough to them where you should be able to just say, Hey, pick up the phone, send a quick text. Just want to, you know, find out, you know, I got little Brandon over here or, you know, <laughs> or whoever it is. I want to know, is it okay for me to bring them? If they say, Hey, sorry, no. Well, then you just have to figure out if you're going to attend or not. And at that point, you know, okay. So, okay, so that kind of covers the weddings. And then I'm thinking the exact same thing with you. If, and we've literally said, I think at our wedding, we said no children for, for the reason of we didn't want to keep paying all this money, right? But right. you have nieces and nephews that are probably in the wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, some family member, maybe they're a single parent. So you're like, I know this person is not going to have a childcare situation. So there are exceptions. So that was a different conversation, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about some other places because I think we both agreed it's bad mom etiquette to show up with your kids to a wedding that you didn't communicate at all. Absolutely. Or, or if it clearly says you don't bring your kids, sorry, they're not invited. Yeah. Any age, any, right. any age, yeah. okay? <laughs> um, what about a movie theater? Ooh, okay. That's... And we're talking babies because clearly little kids go to the movies. They go see Luca or whatever, you know, right. the movie right. came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, movie theaters. Now, um, if it's, for example, like, let's say it's your entire family, right? You and your family, you guys are like, oh, we're going to see this movie. And like, you know, with us, we have a, a smaller one that's almost two. Um, if it's like, um, you know, these movies are like Disney movies, like where, you know, there's going to be a bunch of kids, they're all going to be making noise and doing silly stuff. I would say I would be okay with that. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Because, you know, generally, if you let's say you go see something, um, like you said, Luca, right? Like a little, like I said, a little kitty movie, kids, they just tend to be loud anyways, right? Um, and, and those movies are usually about an hour and a half it's a little bit manageable and tolerable for that hour and a half, you know, worst case scenario, if they, if it's just completely unruly, well, then maybe you gotta, you know, just leave. But generally speaking, all the, usually when we've taken the kids and stuff to the movies, especially when they were little like that, we try to take them to age appropriate films. What about date night movie? Date night movies? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No. If, if we're going to be planning to see, um, you know, an adult movie or, a date night movie no the yeah. kids are not coming that's another situation where you need to make arrangements <laughs> whatever those arrangements might be and sometimes you know for example like um maybe you have you know an older uh older uh child right that's capable of watching your younger child for a couple of hours or a few hours while you go out you know to enjoy a movie for a little bit i don't think there's anything um you know wrong with that but if you know if you don't have that type of situation you maybe you need to you know call a friend or call a family member and ask them hey like we're trying to go see a movie a couple weeks from now maybe a week from now would you mind watching you know little brandon or whoever it is you know for a few hours so we can enjoy some alone time 
And, you know, as long as they're cool with it, there you go. You got your movie time. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, um, I think it's kind of rude and a little bit disrespectful, not only to um, mainly the other people that are there. They're, they, they're paying their money to watch a movie, right? They're not paying their money to come and listen to your child potentially start screaming in the movie theater <laughs> or, you know, trying to talk to them <laughs> while the movie is playing. Yeah, Dashing around, running through the aisles, like, no, you know, and I've actually seen that, like, surprised, I've actually seen. I think we all have. And I'm just like, uh, man. Bad mom etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if it's that serious and you just cannot find someone, then maybe you should just wait, you know, like, yes. it might be a tough pill to swallow, but I just think out of respect for everyone else that has paid the same amount of money that you have that you just don't do that. Wait till it comes out on DVD or- Or the red box. <laughs> Something. Right. Okay. How do you feel about restaurants? And again, we're talking probably small toddlers or right. infants, you know? Right. So let's what just say of, you are- talking? Huh? What type of restaurant are we talking about? I mean, you know, whatever. But let's just say that- I mean, it could be, a, you know, five star, it could be IHOP, you know, okay. it doesn't really matter. But let's just say, I mean, everybody has to eat. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, sometimes for us, we just say, hey, if you guys want to eat, let's pick somewhere that, you know, the food's going to come out fast. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, this could not end well for everybody. <laughs> this right. will not be a fun trip. Right. Um, and we just recently had a breakfast like that, like two weeks ago where, and it was perfect. Cause once the kids start acting up, it was like, Oh, it's time to go check, to go. <laughs> check please. You know, and it was perfect. But, um, what do you, how do you feel? So restaurants, I think that's kind of, um, kind of an open, open playing field. Again, to your point, everybody does have to eat. So me personally, I don't have a problem, you know, bringing us you know my kids or a kid to a restaurant you know? I think everybody's been to a restaurant where little Brandon since you mm -hmm. making little Brandon as our example is mm -hmm. peering over the the <laughs> booth and he yeah. looking at you and waving and stuff <laughs> and they're cute and you know it's funny because um we actually just recently went to um a restaurant this past weekend on on this past Sunday and uh we had little Brandon with us okay as your child or yes, yes. okay okay so um yeah. we had him, he was there with us um and he they had a high chair for him he was now one thing I will say about if you do have small ones that you're going to bring to a restaurant or really anywhere um, it can be helpful. I know everybody has their different opinions about how to entertain their children when they're out. Um, but it can be helpful to have some type of distraction for them just to Amen. Kind of minimize the amount of, um, the amount of them just being children and just, just how they are period, you know, just calm down, just sit yeah. down somewhere exactly, and so, watch YouTube for 20 minutes. Exactly. And that's exactly where's the coloring book. Right. That's exactly what we did at, when we were at the restaurant. So when we were there, um, he had his little chair and he sat in his chair and we ate. And while we were eating, he was, you know, being occupied with his little videos and stuff while we were eating and it worked out fine. Perfectly. You know? um, so I think, you know, situations like that, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with people bringing their children. I think people are actually a little bit more, bit more understanding when it comes to, to situations like that, because everybody does have to eat. Now, what if your kid is in the restaurant screaming and having just a terrible fit? Right. So I think if you just can't, if you cannot, um, calm your child or, you know, get them to lower their volume. And as we're, as we're videoing this guys, <laughs> I can hear little Brandon, yes. Nicole's son. <laughs> so, there he is. Yeah. But this is, this is a kid friendly zone. So if you need to <laughs> take a moment and, you know, occupy him, let me know. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
with, like I said, in that, in those type of situations, it does work out. It does Bye, Brandon. To try to have some type of distraction for them so that they are not causing so much of a disruption. Yeah. Um, but if your kid is screaming, yeah, no, it's time to go. Yeah. So if they are, if they are screaming and it's just there, you can, there is no calming them down. You may have to say, Hey, check, please. We need to go. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that you want to be um, sitting there while your child is screaming. And I don't think everyone else wants to hear them having a full blown meltdown, you yeah. know, while everyone is trying to, to eat quietly in peace. So those are, um, those things do happen. So this is just a part of, yeah. you know, kids go through stuff like everybody else and they have their moments where they are just not happy. So if yeah. you're trying everything that you can, that you all, all your tricks that you have in your back pocket to try to get them to like, you know, play nice and they're not, well, yeah, then it's probably going to be time to go. You're going to have to yeah. get your go box and head on out. <laughs> yeah. Or even just stepping out for a moment to maybe yeah. talk with them and calm them down. But please, parents, do not just be that guy. Like, get your kids, man. Like Nicole said, everybody wants to enjoy the movie. Everybody wants to enjoy, you know, their food and all that stuff. Yes, we want to be understanding. And there are going to be those people that are going to look at you crazy. As soon as you walk in the door, they're yep. just going to say, oh, you there they go with their kids. Right. Excuse me, can, can you move us? Yep. You know, you get those people, you know, even when you go to church, you know, I went to somebody's church um, a couple of weeks ago, a different church, and my kids were like the only kids in the church. Okay. It was all old people. Mm-hmm. And right away, one of the ladies moved away and I said, you know, that's fine. That's fine. And when they start acting up, we had to go, you know, and I right. praise the Lord on my own, but I wasn't <laughs> about to ruin it for everybody. You know, right. it's not that kind of party. And yeah, absolutely. As, as I say a lot, right in these these months and years it's just a season mm-hmm. it won't be like this all the time but you can look back on it and just say remember when you used to cut up and do all that crazy stuff and we'd be out in public and I had to beat you in the car you know <laughs> that wasn't that funny you know but right now it's not that funny you need to you know help and get your yeah. kids and I think, I mean, that's a good point too. Um, and I, I actually, when you, whenever we're talking, like not just in this context and you say that um, and, you, and you specifically say, you know, this is just a season. Um, I think that's helpful just as a quick little reminder to yourself to not stress out when you have those things that you can't control. You know, when you're out and you're at the restaurant or you're wherever you are with your kids, you're not gonna always be able to control those circumstances. And so, you know, if you kind of keep that in the back of your head, it'll help you to kind of be able to push through those situations when they arise, because they're going to come. There's no perfect kids on this planet. So they're going to cut up sometimes. They're going to throw a fit. They're going to have a meltdown. They might start screaming, whatever. And if you have a kid that doesn't really do any of that, well, more power to you. But most of us have that from time to time. So yeah. Yeah, I I love that. The, it's just a season like that. I remind actually frequently remind myself of that when I'm encountering certain stuff just daily. Yeah, it just makes it easier too because when those hard times come, you just remember like, you know, we're not always going to be here. Like, you know, down the line it'll get easier or it'll be just a different scenario. It'll be a different obstacle or you know a different season. So, you know. True. It just kind of helps you take, like you said, take a deep breath and say, okay, <laughs> yes, this, they're just going to be two for a year and then they'll right. be three and then, you know, we can send you off to school or whatever. And then we won't have to deal <laughs> with you half the day or whatever, you know? So it, it definitely does kind of keep things in perspective when you just remember, like, it's not, they're not always going to be in my bed. They're not always going to be potty training. They're not always going to be um even like middle school and high they're not always going to be in high school and you know I got I'm not always going to have to drive them around everywhere like eventually they're going to get their own car and so <laughs> yeah what about okay so the next ones are are a little bit funny okay. but I just in my mind like I know there's got to be some parent that has done this mm-hmm. what about taking your kid to a bar <laughs> Huh. Now that I have not <laughs> and, okay just to be fair like 
let's say it's a bar slash restaurant, but like the only seating is at the bar. Is at the bar, right? Okay, that's a good point. Um, huh? That's an interesting one. Now, personally, I haven't, um, I haven't actually done that before, but I would imagine. I mean, I just if okay, let's like if you. I wonder are, if it's even allowed. Like, if they'll even let. Say because a lot of times when you go into places like that, they will say, "Hey, if you're not 21, you can't even be seated at the bar." Right. Right. Okay. So I would imagine, but my baby, my nursing baby's not drinking. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would say to be on the safe side, just don't do it. Because if you, let's say you do show up and you're, you know, you're ready to go sit at the bar or you have to be seated there and you do have a nursing baby or one that's really small and they say, Hey man, I'm sorry. We wanted to seat you here, but we can't for whatever. I mean, technically you shouldn't be at the bar if you have a nursing baby anyways. Yeah, exactly. So that's one beer never hurt anybody, but you know, don't take my advice. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of a a weird scenario, but I would just say, don't do it. Like, yeah, it's just a bad look. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't look right. And you just don't want to set yourself up for failure. Like you don't need to be doing that period. And you're, yeah, just don't, just don't do it. You just end up on, um, the seven o'clock TMZ? news or something. Or yeah, like, TMZ or World Star or something. Yeah. yeah. What about, okay, so I was asking uh, my husband who also does podcasting, you know, and we were talking about this episode and I said, what are some other places that like, it would be odd to, to have like a parent bring their kid? And he's gonna, he said a weed clinic, but you know, <laughs> there is some parent out there Right, and went and stood in that line. Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost 100% sure there probably has been. Okay, so my take on this one is no. I just say don't do it. Dad, not- mom, etiquette. Don't do it. Serious, your kid doesn't need to be around that. They don't need to be smelling it. They don't need to be exposed to it. They don't need to be asking you questions about mommy. What is this? What do they well, do? Well, wait though, but now it's legal and now people have their own opinions about that. So I think, I think we're going to have to save that one for another episode and just based on people's values and everything, you know? Yeah. So if you're okay with it, okay, you, mm-hmm. whatever, but can you please not bring your baby into the the store with you when you go pick it up yeah yeah and I, and to your point you know there are people that have you know medical reasons that use it and whatever um but again if possible it might be better to you know not bring your kid if you don't have to it's just a bad it's bad mom etiquette people yeah hey it you don't look you don't look right it, just, it doesn't look right not <laughs> if you look cra- you look crazy. You look irresponsible, right? And to the outside person, they're going to be having questions in their head. Like, you know, and then again, you don't want people, everybody got a phone nowadays. You don't want people trying to videotape you or, you know, trying to turn you into, I don't know, CPS or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, they're bringing their kid in here with, the, I know her. And you know, I'm not, you know, like I said, yeah, you know, but you just, you don't want to put yourself in that position. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, spanking your kids in in public? Oh, okay. Now, um, I would say there's going to be, there's a, there's a, I think there's a way for a person to do that in a way where they're not going to, I'm not, I'm not saying you're not going to draw attention to yourself, but I think matters like that. If you can bring your child back to the car, let's say you're, you're in a car, you probably want to do that in private. Uh, I think open-handed is, you know, spanking your child in front of a bunch of people. I don't really think, um, especially we're talking about little, like little children, right? Like, well, no, they could be, they could be any age. So, well, even whenever age they are, I don't think that's something that necessarily has to be done for the whole world to see. So if you need to take them aside, you know, maybe into the car, to the bathroom or something, or just wait until you get to the house to deal with your kids, however, which way that you, you feel is necessary to deal with them, that I think would be more appropriate. Because also too, you know, and I've, I mean, I've been in places where I've seen people just tear their kid up in public. 
Mm-hmm. And not only, you know, is it like super embarrassing for the kid. Yeah. The, like I said, you have people outsiders that are looking at you like, what the heck is going on? Because yeah. people have different beliefs about how people are supposed to discipline their kids. So, um, you know, like I said, I think there's a way to handle that where it is, where you're being mindful of your surroundings. So yeah. you're out there just looking crazy. I know lately, not lately, I shouldn't say lately, like it happens frequently, but a couple of times recently, just in the moment, like I like popped the kids like on their hands or just swatted them on their butts real quick because right. of what they did. It was like a quick reaction, like, hey, don't do that. But then I remembered, oh my gosh, I'm in public. I don't want anybody calling CPS on me because I'm disciplining my child. It's not like I'm beating them. But like you said, because people have different views of what is appropriate discipline, you know, somebody being called 911 and complained about this crazy black lady whipping her kid in public or whatever. Um, But yeah, like I, I realized really quickly, like, okay, maybe there's a better way. Now, I remember when TJ was little, I used to pinch him because you can't really see a pinch. So recently, actually, the other one, uh, we'll just call him little Jonathan. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, there are times when, yes, you have to discipline your kid if, if you, I mean, discipline could look different for different families, right? Maybe it's pulling them aside and talking to them. But I think spanking in public can be a hard one. One, because again, you don't want to get in trouble with the authorities. But two, especially as a child gets older, you mentioned the kid being embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to be embarrassed. You know, it's it's just degrading, you know, Mm -hmm. when you do something like that in front of other people. And so I think that's just something to keep in mind. Parents is like when you are talking to your children, even a certain way in public, um, just remember that they are, they are people too, you know, and you might be frustrated or maybe what um, you're talking to them about, maybe you're justified in like what you're saying to them in the moment, but um, there's a way to do it and maybe to respect their, their dignity and, um, you know, just protect their hearts, you know, it would be better to like kind of pull them aside and then tear them up (laughs) in the car or back at home or something like that. So I just, yeah, I thought that was one that, (laughs) so, so spanking as far as mom etiquette, I think, you know, that's one that maybe we can agree upon. Like it just depends you know, but you definitely don't want to be out there beating your child, degrading your child, embarrassing your child in yeah. public. Like that's bad mom etiquette for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm saying that they might, you know, you not, you may not feel justified in the moment because maybe your kid is just wilding the heck out. But again, you know, back to what we we're talking about, you want to be mindful of what's going on around you and potentially thinking about, okay, if I'm making this choice right now, what is you know potentially the outcome of what could happen right here because yeah. you never know you you never know especially when you're in public places and there's tons of people you don't know what people are thinking or doing you right. know you don't want to put yourself in that situation where someone then said that you're beating the life out of your child and then you're about to pull up to your car and you hear you know yeah and being taken off in the police car you know or being questioned about something that it didn't even have to go there you know yeah. And, and to be honest, like, I think, let me just use myself as an example, because I, I don't want to assume that this has happened to other parents out there, but I imagine that it has with little people. Um, they have meltdowns. And I feel like sometimes that can be super embarrassing for you as a parent, that right. your kid is causing a scene, mm-hmm. falling all out on the floor having a tantrum they may be in a store they may be pulling stuff off the shelf like they could just be really having a hard time now that's not even including kids with um learning and and physical disabilities because then you know maybe their communication is not there um and I think for me when I've been in situations like that I've been just so embarrassed 
that it just makes me mad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now you're embarrassing me, right? And now I really want to get you because how dare you behave like this in public and make me look like I'm a bad mother and I'm not able to control my kid. But I really had to stop myself from worrying about what people think. I don't even know these people. And who are you? Like, I really had to say, who are you that I'm worried about what you think of me as a parent? I don't even know you. I'm not going to probably ever see you again in my life. So if my child is having a fit Mm -hmm. and falling out on the floor, I know that I've looked at parents before and looked at their kids and kind of rolled my (laughs) eyes and been like, oh, you need a bell. I got one. Uh But when the shoe is on the other foot and my kid is doing that and I'm talking calmly to them and I'm just talking them through it and trying to get them to relax, you know, and people are looking at me like, oh, you need to get them and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of just have to say, I, I don't care what anybody thinks in that moment. Again, it goes back to me protecting my child's heart. And there was one particular time that um, Solomon was just cutting up, girl, just embarrassed. And it was a lot of people around. We were out in um, this, this like area where there was like rock formations. And so every, it was an attraction. So it was a bunch of people coming to see this stuff. Right. And he was just acting up, didn't want to leave, didn't want to come, just everything. And I was so embarrassed. And I just kept thinking to myself, because people were staring and I was like, you don't know, we already beat him <laughs> like before we got here. So you may be looking at me crazy, but the beating that I just gave him five minutes ago clearly didn't even work. So me beating him again is not going to continue to work. So at that point, again, I just had to tell myself, like, it really doesn't matter what all these other people think at, at a moment like this. Like, parents, you got to do what's best for your child you know, and what works for your family. Maybe you don't even beat your kids. That's your prerogative. I think that all children should be spanked. That's just my personal belief at some times, you know, if, if they're at risk of injuring themselves, you know, they trying to jump out the car while it's, while it's moving, that's right. a spanking because now you could be seriously injured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but different strokes for different folks. I get it. I respect everybody's decision to do what they want to do, but can we just stop looking at people crazy when they're not doing what we want them to do, I guess, you know, with their child, it's none of your business, unless you're going to help, unless you're going to pull up and say, you know what, I have a lollipop in my purse. Do you think they would like something, you know, or maybe can I sing your kid a lullaby while we're standing in this long line or, you know, if you're going to help, then help. But all the looks and the stares and stuff, you don't know. You do not know what that mother or that father has been going through with that child. Mm -hmm. You don't. That's true. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, judginess when it comes to motherhood and how moms deal with mommy stuff as it is so I don't think that adds anything positive to it yeah definitely keep your stairs behind your eyeglasses okay (laughs) put your your sunglasses on so we don't see you rolling your eyes please (laughs) um now here's one that I think I just I already know that this gets so many variations of answers Mm -hmm. nursing in public okay what do you think? Titty out, titty covered, no titty. What, what do you think? <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. y'all. I refer to it as a titty. My daughter calls it titty. She's right. 15 months. Like it's it's a breast. We just refer right. to the body parts as what they are. Okay. Yeah. We're not calling it, it is and private. It's real it anatomy. Right. <laughs> so I think, um, I think when it comes to nursing in public, I think that it should be done. Um, in a way that's decent so I don't I don't I don't believe that we now we all know that all women we have boobs right it's not a shocker right it's not like oh my gosh you have some I have some too we all have (laughs) okay whether you've had to use them for the purpose of nursing or not is a different story but if you are going to be nursing yeah I think that um you should have a nursing cover 
you know, okay. and I think that's just out of respect for yourself. And I think it's out of respect for your child <laughs> and yeah. for the other people that, you know, may have to encounter your boo being out in public. Now, see, I disagree <laughs> because we live in the IE. Okay. It is 106 next week. The temperature says it's supposed to be 106, like two days. Mm-hmm. Them little covers get hot. Yo, baby up under there sweating. Now, mind you, I don't feel comfortable just whipping it out. Right. Okay. So I'm not saying that this is what I do, uh-huh. but I will actually, okay. So out of respect for my husband, because my husband does not want me to whip it out. He's like, you are you wearing a cover. Where is your, where's your cover? He's just right. like, he's like all over me. Right. Like, Dude, it's hot. You know, what do, what do you want me to do? Um, but if he didn't care, I probably would not care. And I would just be free breast out. Right. I'm sorry. I am with you mothers of America. <laughs> Hear me roar. Like it's too hot. It's too uncomfortable. I ain't trying to be covered up. You got the shirt. You got the, the bra. You got the baby. It's just too much. You, it's just too it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on up under them <laughs> covers, y'all. It's a lot. And I, and I think... And also, you know, it, like I said, it's a, it's a person's and maybe, maybe it depends too where you are. Because if you're at the restaurant, mm-hmm. sitting at a table and somebody's trying to enjoy their meal, they might not want to look at your titty. Yeah. They might, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. But if you're in a movie theater and it's dark. Nobody's going to see it anyway. Nobody's, gonna, so, nobody's even looking at you, girl. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be. They should be looking at the movie that they paid for. Um, and, I, and again, I think it's a person's, you know, obviously it's a person's personal preference. Um, me personally, I just wouldn't feel comfortable, you know, cause I, that's just me. Like I just, I'm like, look, I need something, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if a person decides that's what they want to do, I don't have a, me personally, I don't have a problem with the person that wants to do that. If you just want to just whip it out go for it like now what I, about the person that whips it out but then there's another person that's just staring at them and like looking at them all judgy <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh um what do you say to the judger i i would say to the judger have you walked in their shoes or you know do you know do you know what it's like to be a mom have you nursed you know like do you if you haven't walked in their shoes you really don't need to be staring and, and giving judgy looks. And I know there's tons of people that'll be like, oh, well, they shouldn't, blah, 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 and, and all that stuff, whatever. Um, but again, like I said, even though for me personally, I wouldn't want to just whip it out. The next person is going to, that's their business. Unless you're, what are you going to do? Walk over there and be like, excuse me, ma'am. I know that you're trying to feed your baby, but can you put your boob away? Like, And there are those people. There absolutely are those people. And I'm sorry, unless you work at the establishment where you're trying to tell me to put my boob away, mm-hmm. probably not. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if that, I mean, I, I might just, because I'm not that confrontational, I might be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, whatever. But right. I'm probably looking at you crazy. Like, really? Did you really just come over here and ask me that? Like, right. like you know, um, the problem that I have with mm-hmm. the argument about covering up in public Mm-hmm. is that we are such a sexualized society that I have literally seen half naked women walking down the street with their boobs out. This is true. And nobody says anything to them. Uh-huh. So it's different if I want to be sexy and cute and wear a sheer shirt with my nipple showing or complete breast showing. Right. But if I want to nurse my starving child right. in a hundred degree heat, right. oh, I can't do that. But let me put on a sheer top and oh, go. You got it. You I got, got it. it. Oh, I can do that. Oh, you want to look now. Oh, right. you want to see, you want to see these titties now. <laughs> now they cute. But when I'm doing the actual function that they were created for, because they're not created for your amusement people. Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Except for the amusement of your spouse, right? Yeah, right. It's not created for the amusement of the entire world, you yeah. know. And so that, that there's a there you have you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of hypocrisy in that. Yes. Because if you're doing something that's natural, 
it's like, oh, that's disgusting. You need to put that away, right? But then if it's like, oh, well, you look cute. Like, I like that outfit you got on. Then it's all, it's all good, man. <laughs> you can stand there all day and then you just be staring like, yep. wow. Like, no. So yeah, there, there's a lot of hypocrisy in that. And then it's like, more power to you. Go woman, right? It's like, oh, she, yes. It's like praised. <laughs> it's praised at that point. It's like, right. wow, she's yeah. so bold and she's so confident. But on the other side, you know, to like you said, to do something natural, it's like, you know, this yeah. blasphemy or something. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's, that is a very, that's a very valid argument. I didn't actually even think about that until you said it, but that's true though. Like, yeah, that's, that's really the only problem that I personally have mm-hmm. with the argument about not being comfortable to breastfeed in public is that if you don't think it's okay for me to breastfeed in public, then you also should have a problem with half naked people walking down the street yeah, absolutely. or wherever that half naked people are not supposed to be. So, you know, there it is. That's a good one. Um, before we go, what do you say to people out there, um, probably older people, or we'll say judgy people, because okay. they, they could be other parents, but maybe they're just judging you for the way that you parent. Mm-hmm. How do you, like, what do you say to those people about the way that you parent and the choices that you make to you know have good mom etiquette like we're trying people like we're we're not going into a place thinking I'm about to just do whatever I want to do with my family and live my life and just anybody who looks at me is just gonna have to get over it like we're not going into a place with that mindset it's just that stuff happens my kid pooped I'm in a restaurant I need to change them Maybe there's not a changing table in the bathroom. Maybe my husband is the one who's out with the kids. They don't typically have changing tables in the men's bathroom. Right. Um, You know, so you have to change your baby. Like now I got to go to the car in a hundred degree heat to go do that. Or, you know, am I okay to just change them right here on the booth? Like, what do you say to people out there, the judgy people who just may not understand that we are trying to do our best with the mommy etiquette. Right, I would think, I would say to them um, to try to get an understanding. And when I say that, I mean, I'm not saying you need to walk up to the person and, and start asking them and question them, why are they doing what they're doing? But instead of your first reaction being to automatically judge what they're doing, maybe you take a step back and try to consider, you know, well, you know, maybe, this maybe this is why or maybe this is why versus just going straight into just judging what they're doing and if yeah. you have a full understanding maybe you've never been a mom or you know you've never been around kids or whatever the situation may be you I, you know and i and i say this in the most respectful way possible you might just want to park your thoughts because until you have like again like we were talking about earlier until you have fully walked in someone's shoes you don't really have a full perspective on the entirety of whatever that scenario or that situation is. And a lot of times you, you know, a lot of the stuff comes with experience and it comes yeah. with wisdom and it comes with trial and error. There is no perfect parent. There is no, there is no manual on parenting. You may have people that um, have given you great advice, you know, or people that have tried to impart things or tried to show you how to do things a certain way and maybe it just is not working for whatever reason, you know, but it doesn't make you a bad mom. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you just because maybe you haven't figured this part of parenting out that you felt miserably all the way around either. Right. And so I think for people that automatically go into wanting to judge what another person is doing, you know, like I said, in the most respectful way possible, it probably is better that you just kind of mind your own business to a certain extent. <laughs> and, and that's that snap. Yeah. Amen. You, don't, you really don't know. You don't, you don't, you have no idea, you know, and, and aside from just, I know we're talking about mommy stuff, but just in general, you know, even as I've gotten older, looking back, I think like, man, there was a soaps and there's still so many things that I don't know. And I don't understand. Right. 
But even in the short time that I've been here, I look back and I'm like, wow, like I didn't know that then. And I know this now. And so imagine how many other people are going through the exact same type of, you know, situation. Learning process. Learning. Yeah. You're always in a learning process. And so if you're automatically judging people, they, you got to give them some grace too. give them some grace to be the best parent that they can be and try to assume positive intent, you know, where you can. And if not, Laura, people, what's, what's the old saying? If you don't have nothing good to say, then just be quiet. Then just be quiet. You, you don't have to, you don't have to comment or have a thought about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hide your eyes behind the glasses. We don't need your yep. stares. <laughs> no. Absolutely. We need your help and we exactly. need your grace. Mm-hmm. Again, if you see something that you don't agree with, if, you know, either just start praying. <laughs> just start praying for that parent. And you know what? And praying is not going to cost you anything and it's not going to cost them anything. If anything, it can help. It will help yeah. them. You pray, you don't have to walk over and say, can I pray for you? You can do that quietly, you know, at home or wherever that you feel comfortable at. And just something like that, you may not know the magnitude or the impact that it has to help that person where they're at. So I think that's, you know, the very least. If you're feeling like you got to do something, do that. (laughs) Or offer a kind word or something. Or just if the best you can do is just walk away because you don't have anything nice to say, like Nicole said, like, don't say anything at all. But sometimes your body language can say a lot also. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't, we don't want to make you feel some kind of way. Would you want us looking back at you? (laughs) Right. You know, crazy. Like, what are you looking at? You know, and then it, it doesn't make anybody feel good. So that's true. You know. With that being said, I just thank you, Nicole, for being on tonight. (laughs) I actually am looking forward to interviewing you again. I think we have some cool topics um, that I I just love talking to you because we just talk so freely and it's always fun. (laughs) So I look forward to inviting you again to be a guest. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you again next time here at the Tripod Mom. (laughs) Bye. Bye.